Everyone gets excited about certain things, mainly birthdays, weddings, and then once you get married, you get excited about divorce. There are little things that get me excited. I found out today, Friday, March 26th, Godzilla versus Kong opens, I think, in theaters and streaming. That gets me pumped. I'm Jeff Stritch. This is Strictly Stritch in Time. We have a monster show for you. Notice how I tied that in. No, Godzilla and Kong aren't here. That would be great. We would need a bigger home. But we have, for the third time, Go ahead. I'll let you inter- introduce yourself. I don't know my own name. <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, you don't know either. Sorry. What's up? It's Radio's Rebel DJ Style from the Rebel Podcast on stylesrebelradio.com. <gasps> we have America's favorite British son, Colin, coming across the pond. We're waiting for his visual since we're on Facebook Live. And also with us by popular demand. He needs no introduction, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> no, you know him very well if you watch and listen to of Mikes and Men. Go ahead. Thank you for having me on your show. First time, long time, uh, Sean B. All right. Do we go by Sean B? You always go by Sean. You guys could call me Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at the next program. <laughs> We're going to talk music. We got... Three people who really, really know music, and then me. So, Colin, I know you have some topics. Jordan, or DJ Style, or Style. I'm, I'm just going to say right Whoever. off the bat. Yes, the pride of Baileysville, West names. Virginia. <laughs> You're going to get it rolling because you have been texting me all week about a certain topic. Oh, yeah. Are we actually going to start with that? Awesome. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to make it to air. So let's talk about Randy Savage's rap album, Be a Man. That, I just wanted to bring it up. I, everyone should go listen to it. Go buy it. Physical copy, of course. No Spotify royalties. Go buy Randy Savage's Be a Man. Does he have, is that just the only album or does he have multiple rap No, that's albums? it. That's, yep, one and done. So you don't think about rap when you think about Randy Savage because you should. I think about Slim Jims, and when I think of Slim Jims, I think of Macho Man. So oh, there you go. Well, now you can think about rap. That's all I wanted to say. So Randy Savage, be a man. Yeah. Have you ever heard of? Hulk, has anyone here Hulk, heard Hulk Hogan's uh, rock album? Yes. No. Very American. <laughs> <laughs> what What was the name of that? What that came out. Didn't that come out a while ago? Uh, Hulk Hogan came out with a rock album, and like the whole album has eagles and American flags and monster trucks. It's called, uh, I found one, Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band, <laughs> Wrestling with Regret, and there's a W in front of the regret, which is just hilarious. And uh, there's I Want to Be a Hulkamaniac, classics such as Hulk Rules. Uh, Beach Patrol. <laughs> so those are some great wrestler albums. I wonder what other wrestlers came out with music. There was uh back in the '80s when oh, no. uh, Hogan and Savage and everyone were still in the Fed, and it was still the Fed. Uh, there were two albums that got released called Pile Driver One and Two. Wow! And it was just it was comprised was porn. Or? Yeah, <laughs> it was comprised by the uh, the WWF music production studio and Jim Johnson. But like the couple music videos they shot for it uh-huh. featured all like it, it was uh, the wrestlers fake playing the instruments or lip singing to it and shit. That's how they always got to do it. They love it. Fake. Which led us into celebrities who have had albums oh. of their own now so randy I'm, savage be a man right we said hulk hogan david hasselhoff yeah david hasselhoff pat boone singing metallica and other heavy metal the guy who bands. plays hawkeye from avengers he just came out with an album did he jeremy uh jeremy renner yeah and really we, bad we said paul anka colin uh. By the way, I must comment Joe on Pesci. your garb. Oh, Joe Pesci. On your garb that you are wearing. That is a... Can you tell everybody what that is that you have on? It's a t-shirt, Jeff. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woo! Okay. <laughs> but it, it, it does have a little bit of writing on it. It's uh, strictly stretching time. CBW Productions. Uh, which arrived in the post yesterday. 
Never heard of it. Looking cheaper half the price. That is <laughs> that is simply a great shirt. I love that. Looking good. I'm not surprised. Blue is, uh... blue is my color. <laughs> It does. Uh, it looks. It looks really, really good. We're. It's better than having my face on the front or back. Simply having the name <laughs> of the show is good. Colin, who do you got? Celebrities that have had albums. Albums. Uh, well, you've mentioned uh, the one I would immediately think of was Hasselhoff. Um, I don't know whether. Or, oh, did um, Captain Kirk have an album? Yeah. Oh, William Shatner. William Shatner yeah, he did. did. A couple, didn't he? One or two. I yeah. actually spoke, really enjoyed that. Were they mostly like he lounge? He spoke through, yeah. Did he? That yeah. was good. That yeah, was entertaining. Somewhere. Yeah, he's, didn't Over he like, speak some of those? <laughs> yeah, he spoke through them all right. Man, that sounds he? like Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah, William Shatner's just an older Bob Dylan. <laughs> I think Peter, uh, Peter Sellers, um, you, you must know Peter Sellers, uh, from the goons and that Inspector Clouseau and uh, the like, oh. in the sixties he had a he had an album out as well. Uh, he certainly had a single. It was the cover of the Beatles. Uh, Got to mention them in the show, obviously. <laughs> um, hard day's night, which he he spoke through as well. So it's a hard day's night. You know, it's like it's like William Shatner and all the uh, the <laughs> album that we were talking about just now. William, Similar sort of thing. William Shatner has a blues album. He has Ooh. Seeking Major Tom is the name of another album CD, and he has uh, Shatner Claus. Is that a Christmas album? That yes. might have been a Christmas one. I yeah. want to hear that. <laughs> what we, we can't play that. I know. Here, I'm an after. I want to hear Mr. that. Mr. T also has an album what? called Mr. T's Commandments. What? I yeah. pity the fool who doesn't listen. <laughs> I want to hear his music. I wonder if it's like... Hey, like just, just while you guys are talking about Shatner, he actually did a remake of Let's Work Together with Canned yes. Heat recently. Uh-uh. It's and very it's good. Really, it's yeah. Canned yeah. Heat, it's good. you know, jamming, but it's Shatner on the lyrics. That's so, cool. So, you know, if you dig Shatner, check it out. I want to hear that after, too. And I'm going to shut up now. Well, were you the one... I've got, I've got a feeling Leonard, Leonard Nimoy had an album out as well, actually. I'm sure I remember reading about that. Obviously, everyone from Star Trek just released albums. So. Space Rock, actually. Space Rock. <laughs> yeah, that, you space should mention that last yeah. show. <laughs> space Rock. Linking to Space Rock. <laughs> Colin, you had uh, texted me and emailed me. You didn't swear at me, but you emailed saying that you had some information. I mean, information, some subjects that you wanted to talk about. I've got about. no information. Um. Well, yeah, as, as a general theme, I thought um, it would be interesting to hear what you guys, um, you all of you professionals there, um, well, and you, Jeff. Um, <laughs> um, it was something that Star brought up in the last annexation of Puerto Rico part three or one. I'm not sure which one. I think it was three. Um, and it was in relation to something you said about Pink Floyd, actually. That's what got me on the on the subject. Because correct me if I'm wrong, Star, but you said Pink Floyd one made music for those under the influence. I think was your term. Yep. Yeah. Which difficult to argue with that more. I must admit. Um, though I, I I don't think the band members were big drug takers or big advocates of drugs actually but you're probably right in the in the 70s that it it, it did help I'm, I'm told um the second point was i think you said that they weren't they weren't that big or successful in the 70s and they developed more of a cult following over the years is that something you said yeah so like please say it is um yeah no it is I, my my whole thing was that they were popular but they weren't overly popular it was more of like just a certain subgenre, I guess, and then over the years they've kind of lasted with a cult following to that kind of culture. I think well, they were pretty. Huge this is guys. what I thought you might have been talking. Maybe you're talking specifically America because in the UK in the seventies, Pink Floyd were huge, massive. They were massive. I mean, everybody. Styles music. Everybody and his wife 
and America. and his granny and whoever else and the cat probably and the dog maybe I don't know but they all had Dark Side of the Moon. It was massively successful. Uh, probably was well it still is probably one of the biggest rocks even albums let alone rock albums albums of all time I think so I, I wasn't too sure about that but then when I thought maybe it's because you're talking about America and that segues into what I was hoping to discuss which was yeah maybe it was just a little bit English the sound that they were producing and and that made me think well what is English what is English music what distinguishes it from American music? I mean, what is fundamentally, historically, what is the difference between UK and, and US music? I mean, if an alien came down on the planet tomorrow and said to you, what, what's UK music? What, what's British music? Um, I'm talking English for Pink Floyd, but uh, British music. Um, and what's American music? I mean, what would you say? I mean, are there acts that you would say, oh, yeah, that's English music. Good old That's quote. American music. I would, I would be like, uh, the difference, Discuss. I would say, uh, British bands enunciate and uh, more better. And sometimes I would have to say there's probably more better British bands than American bands. I disagree. You disagree? That the, on the fact that they enunciate better, because there's certainly cases, but then look at Mick Jagger. What songs does he not? Uh, he he's never been one to heavily enunciate. I don't believe. I I I listen, listen I to do Beast agree. of Burden and tell me it's not Pizza Burning. I I I'll, I'll agree that like Mick Jagger has one. Uh, I wouldn't say mush mouth, but he does have kind of close to where he kind of go. I'll never be a Beast of Burden. Like he just has like big lips that he just kind of like. <laughs> there's no dissing against that. He just kind of has like. That's I'm, call, I'm calling Steven Tyler and telling him you have a problem with him. <laughs> I, who said better, more, better British bands? I think British, but he thinks American. So why do you think American? What I think American, what that they're better? I was like, I think there's more better British bands than there are American. And you said I disagree. Grammar is killing me, Sean. What? More better. More better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I that. no! I I just disagree with the yeah, fact that off. they enunciate more. Oh, is that the part? Yeah, okay. I I think I agree with Sean that I think there are better British bands there, than American bands. More, That's not the part I'm disagreeing with. No, whole. I know, I know. <laughs> enunciating, so, I think I think it's more difficult to understand you British. You do British singers. That's just me, Colin. Well, you're, you're well, the, well, the, the music or, or what they're singing. I mean, the sound is just something that you're not really accustomed to or you just literally don't understand what they're singing. I mean, to be honest, I don't understand what they all sing. I listen to the first Clash album, you know, I mean, it's... All the Clash are kind of bad at that um, Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't understand. I have to look up the lyrics. Oh, that's what they've been saying. But to be um, fair, that's punk music. That's like half a punk music. You don't know what they're saying. What punk? Yeah, punk music. You don't. Well, Sex Pistols as well. You know, some. Mm. some oh, I am. An, I am an, an, an antichrist and yeah. an, anarchist. You know, I mean, all all of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, but I think I'll tell you what I think. Historically, again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but American music. I feel maybe is is more inherently, uh, intrinsically, country based, initially, whereas English music is more folk based. I don't know whether you have folk music over there, but I think like the, the bands like Pink Floyd can be a bit folky. Jethro Tull certainly can be any any of those sort of ilk bands. Whereas, yeah, a lot of the, the a lot of uh, American music did start with, I suppose what I'm thinking is that maybe Americans, um, not wishing to generalise again here, but maybe Americans sat around a campfire, campfire with a banjo, whereas English people pranced around a maypole with a flute and a violin. You know? It's not quite that folky, but I mean, country, country music isn't massively successful over here. But in the States, it's, I mean, Garth Brooks. Ah! Saw him on the TV the other day, and um, I thought, yeah, he looks older. He looks older <laughs> than I imagined he was older. Um, 
But his his music isn't isn't really successful. I mentioned one the other week. John Denver is not not a massive hit. Not one hit here. That's it. John Denver. Yeah, I um, guess that is kind of wild to think about because Garth Brooks is what number one al- most album sold of all time. Yes, and he's of course you love Garth Brooks. <laughs> I don't love the man. I am I'm a fan. He's more of a fan of his side project, uh, <laughs> Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Yeah, or as I like to call him, Goth Brooks. Well, who is the biggest country star? It doesn't have to be right now, over time. Overseas? In England, yes. What, you mean English country singers? Or no, you mean American, American country singers. American, yes. Yeah, we don't have country singers, really. Not, not really. Um, I guess I would have to say, again, there's a, there's a link between country, bluegrass, rockabilly, to rock and roll, blues, boogie. I mean, all, all seems to sort of merge together a little bit. Elvis had them all, by the way, I think. That's why he's so successful. Um, country, probably Johnny Cash, I would say. But he, he, he didn't, he wasn't, he didn't have loads of hits over here, I wouldn't have said. Had a bit of a comeback in the, is it in the 90s or, or the, the, well, I said this last time, I'm not sure whether you call it, the noughties. You call it the noughties, the 2000s. The noughties sounds a lot, a lot better. So the 90s, noughties, 10s, 20s, 30s. The noughties sounds better. With the, all the uh, American the American recordings, albums he had out, Man Comes Around, etc. Yeah, the Cash albums. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cash albums, yeah. He did some great cover versions of... Uh, Rusty Cage. Bridge Over Troubled Water or um, Hurt. Was it Nine Inch oh. Nails? It's Hurt. Yeah. Or, uh, um, yeah... There's so many in my head that I'm trying to think of them, but it, they're not coming to me. Um, first time ever I saw your face is probably one as well. But he did a lot. And bigger. I mean, they weren't particularly country, I must admit. But the um, probably, I, I, I personally, I would say Johnny Cash would be up there. I can see that. But it's Johnny difficult to miss out Hank Williams and the like beforehand, really, isn't it? Gotta mention Mr. Hank Williams. <laughs> oh. What a Sh- man. Sean, your take? I just queued him up there. I just queued Star up there. I appreciate it, Colin. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really know what uh, big country would be, what country music would be big in UK. But on one thing that Colin was talking about when he brought up folk, folk music over here would be kind of like Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I would, Bob Dylan, Donovan. Yeah. yeah, Donovan, definitely. Like, yeah. like that was kind of like folk over here. Uh, and then on the second point, Colin said how uh, American would kind of be like generalized banjo around a campfire, whereas uh, British could be kind of like uh, parading around with a flute. Wow, real. Sorry, I'm searching folk music. I could totally – that's to my point of why I think uh, I like British music more because I feel if I had to, if I had to really put them down on paper, I feel like maybe – Again, generalizing. I feel like American is like that kind of sitting around a campfire. We're telling like stories, and it's coming. Fr- it's like an emotional. We don't have to. We don't really care that much about great music. We're talking about like you know a message or it's something like heartfelt. Whereas I like the British because it's more layers. It's more a little technical. There's more to it, more to the music than so much yeah. the lyrics. That's a good, good call. point. Yeah, I it, would it's say not that. as emotional. It's more. Would, would you say? Good. Sorry, Sean, interrupt. But the, the um, would would you say then that the American music over the years has generally been more commercial? Yeah. Yes. It's than, the, than British music. And that's another thing is because capitalism has reigned so high that I mean, ever probably since the music industry was started in America. It's ever been kind of like pushing that where you have to look a certain way, you got to dress a certain way, you got to sound a certain way. And yeah, nowadays, probably back then too, all the music industry cares about is those radio hits, those clicks, those numbers. You you talk about uh, capitalism and commercialism and music and going back to 
the British wave, yeah. you got to look at things like the Kinks, where they had to go re-record. Yeah. La, what was it Lola? Because yeah. they said Cherry or Coca-Cola, and they had to go back and re-record yeah. Cherry Cola. Or, yeah. or even uh, one of Styles' favorite bands, the Beatles, how they were constantly nitpicked over how they looked, their haircuts, their dress, the color of their dress, uh, dress, the color of their suits, or the brown suit days. Brown suit Beatles. Brown, brown suit Beatles. Yeah. yeah. Three chords. Three chords. Three exactly. whole chords. <laughs> Three whole Three chords and four brown suits. Three That's chords. all it took, and still to this every day. Time, <coughs> love me do. Every, every time I give him a Beatles song now and play in town, I would, I would think I should. I did for a while. I'll, I'll say, right, do you want, like I said last week, I think, do you want the nine chords she loves you, or do you want the ten chord I want to hold your hand? <laughs> What do you guys think about like the difference between American music versus British music and the industry playing a part in that too? I mean, it's it's weird now because nowadays everything either kind of blends together or you don't hear about it. So either someone from, uh, as we like to say, across the pond comes over here and they become a success and it's just kind of commonplace now where everything's a big label and everything's so nationalized to that point. Or it's you have individual acts like even to the degree of states now where like, oh, someone could be a big name in Ohio and everybody here can like uh, the Breakfast Club is a big band in the Ohio area that a lot of people know. But you take that outside of Ohio and people have never heard of it, don't know what you're talking about. I think it's the same thing with like smaller acts when it comes to uh, just countries in general now. But like for the most part, if they're going to be a big name, big name, it's kind of just centralized because it's a brand more than anything. That's right. I, I'm going to date myself here, but either of you familiar with the Michael Stanley band? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean that. I apologize if I was insulting you. are going to talk anybody. about the Go-Go's. <laughs> <laughs> In about 10 minutes. Oh. Michael Stanley, they were huge. That's a great point. They were huge in Ohio, but I don't know if it's a legend or rumor, but they played in Florida, and they were booed off the stage. Really? So again, you're—I mean, Jordan's right. He's right about a lot of things, but talk about music being centralized. Okay, real quick before we get off the subject, though, I want to talk about Sean. You brought up cultural impact yeah. of like how like the Beatles when they made their transition from brown yeah. suit Beatles to they were judged about their hair, things like that, and that in, uh, affected how they were seen Image. in different parts of the world. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, very oh. famously, when he made his big tour to England, he was deemed he was going to be oh, it's going to be the next king of rock and roll. He's going to be bigger than Elvis in England. He went over there. And because of obviously the things with, uh, if you don't know, he was married to his 13-year-old second cousin. Uh, the yeah. British media found out about that, and where, where in the states it was more. And he forgot. And he forgot to divorce his first wife, I think. As well. Yeah, yeah. He, he was still married to his first wife, had a second wife, never broke it off Last with her. They yeah. Tore him apart. But after all that broken England, where it was kind of hush hush over here in the states, when that broken England, they they banned him, they sent him back home, and like that was a huge impact on his career. Not only for him personally, but like how distributed his music was worldwide. Were, were the Kinks not banned from America for a while? I mean, I don't remember them touring. I don't know. Uh, not, that I I know was, uh, not that I could think of. No, I thought I remember reading that somewhere that the Kinks, that, um, for a good two or three years, they weren't maybe weren't allowed, or they just didn't go to the states. I don't know. I thought I read that somewhere. I might be imagining it, really. So I guess uh, the Kinks did find themselves on the receiving end of a four-year ban from touring in the States, sanctioned by the American Federation of Musicians. Uh, But why they were, I guess, the band skipped a show in Sacramento. Ray Davies punched a union official who kept insinuating that England was already as good as communist. They appeared on a Dick Clark special for NBC without paying their mandatory dues to the American Federation of Television and Recording Artists. Your knowledge is amazing, Sean. He's <laughs> Thank you, buddy. That's why he's here. He's the brains. You can just rattle that off. I, I thought the Kings actually spent most time fighting themselves on stage. Didn't they? <laughs> whack, whack the other on a, was it the drummer? Yeah. Whack, um, I don't think, was it Dave Davis? Can't remember what he knocked him out on stage, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah. that might have been what, and that's caused a bit of trouble with the crowds. <laughs> um, another band like that, I thought, with the move, were maybe they they had a bit of trouble. That might have even been 
over in the UK. I don't. They certainly weren't big in the states, but they 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 tended to have a lot of fights and stuff in the in the crowd. What band? And uh, sorry. What band? The Move. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they, they were a, a Brummy band, know. a Birmingham band. Sorry. Um, that uh, Jeff Lynn was originally in before he and Roy Wood left to, to form the Electric Light Orchestra. Ooh. And then they sort of went separate ways. But the move for a, a good good pop band, good pop rock band, uh, a good live band as well, which it's a shame no one could see them. ELO, um, another amazing band. Love ELO. ELO, yeah, amazing band, yeah. Jeff Lynn is one of the most... Not that I've met him, but I mean, <laughs> I went to see Jeff Lindsay Hello at the uh, O2 two, ooh, three or four years ago, maybe, and uh, sang all the hits, obviously. Uh, the Mr. Blue Sky and the Can't Get Out of My Head, Sweet Talking Woman, Roll Over Beethoven, an absolutely storming version of Chuck Berry's Roll Over Beethoven. The trouble is, it's about 25 minutes long, so it doesn't get that much airplay, does it? <laughs> I think you played for me once, Jeff. Yeah, Probably I think at the I end did. Of the show. Yeah, I usually yes, I went out with a long song. I'll be going out with long songs again this week. Anyway, before we get off the Kinks, that sounds weird, I know, but Jordan wanted to talk about the Kinks, so I'm Ooh. going to give you the opportunity to give a top three. Talk about top the three of the Kinks. Uh, I got to have you really got me in there because I open all my shows with that. It's a good high energy song. Uh, I hate to do it because it sounds so cliche, but Lola, just because of the history behind it, where they had to fly back and re-record it just for one line uh, because of commercialism issues. And then one that's not really talked about is uh, Superman. If I could fly like Superman, I think that's a really good, good Kinks tune. And it's a shame the Kinks don't get more airplay than they do. It's, I feel like that's one of the bands talking about uh, not translating well uh, yes. over overseas. Oh, yeah. Like They have their couple hits, like everybody knows you really got me and things like that. And Lola, but like they have a whole collection of fantastic music that never really hit a big over here. That's why when uh, I think about the Kinks, I like their underrated uh, stuff more. Some of my favorites: "Well Respected Man," that's a good tune, and another favorite of mine, "Shangri-La." Sha- oh, that's a good. Love turn. when it starts picking up towards the end. Love Shangri-La, and then I gotta go a classic. Uh, was it all day and all night? Yep, all day and all the night. Yep. Good. Very similar to you really got me that one, isn't it? In yeah, fact. very similar. Yeah. Very <laughs> swap similar out a couple words it. here and there, and no one will notice. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go with whenever I'm you, the persons that usually I'm asked first on our other shows, and I say something stupid that haunts me forever. <laughs> but now I'm gonna sound redundant. But Lola, come dancing. Mm. I like some of their '80s stuff. And Ooh, '80s. Yeah. I, I mean. Jeez, you really got me. No, Victoria. But oh, Victoria. see if we only say top three, then we have to expand. To, Victoria's really good to too. top five. Colin, um, Victoria is a lot. Of, they, they are very English songs. A lot of these. A well-respected man's another very English oh, song. Yeah. Love that. Song. Dedicated follower of fashion. I really like as well. Talk about the the Carnabishan army marching on down Carnaby Street. Um, the fashion centre of London, um, Regent Street, Leicester Square. It, you know, it points out all of these uh, places in London. I like de- dedicated foreign fashion, but probably my two, a bit boring because they were big hits here, certainly. Sunny Afternoon was a great hit, number one. Mm. Um, and another one was Waterloo Sunset. Oh, oh where we Jeez. I love Waterloo Sunset. Totally Waterloo forgot about Sunset. that. Sunset, yeah. Um, Terry meets Julie, uh, Waterloo Underground or whatever. Terry meets Julie. Um, so those two or Down three, but stage. I do like I do wow. like Victoria in the seventies, <laughs> and another lesser known one uh, in the seventies, early seventies, seventy two was on the Everybody's in Showbiz album, I think it was. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Everyone's in Showbiz. Uh, it was called Supersonic Rocket Ship. That's a good no? tune. Yeah. Rocket ship. I don't know if space I know rock. Space rock. Space, space rock. rock, baby. That's, that's from when I think like space, episode three. When I think of space rock, I think of Bowie. He it's okay. Can, well, yeah, he pitched well, it. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, when you think of Ziggy Stardust and the and the and the spiders from Mars, you wouldn't consider that space rock. I, I like I said before, it's like borderline. That's that's your what, what commercial be... space rock. Oh, okay. What would what would be space rock to you then? Why don't you go back and listen to the episode, Sean? I remember. We already had I... this conversation. <laughs> Get with the times. I can't remember too. myself. Though. Was it More Stay in the Times? We can't, we can't oh, say that. Christ. Here. I have never told anybody More of this. A Prince fan. No. As, a, as a DJ, but in the 90s, in the early 90s, and I'm moving coconuts, Colin. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I talk with my hands and I move coconuts. But in the early 90s, I was finishing up college in Milwaukee, and I was listening to a lot of country music then liking it but in the beginning i kind of missed i'm gonna segue into something we were talking about before we came on i really missed grunge i was like late to the party there's even like last week i just heard of no um there are certain bands that you guys were discussing i know colin you're very smart and you're gonna be able to of course interject in the conversation but the impact of grunge now i'm gonna say some things and then i'm gonna step back (laughs) There are very audio slave mm. is I think, but Shaggy and I were discussing this last night. He loves Stone Temple Pilots, but okay. doesn't like Audio Slave. I love Audio Slave, I but I can't stand <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots. Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. I, was trying to think of Soundgarden. I, I think they run together, and I mean Nirvana's in a class by itself. But to talk, for me to talk about grunge, I think that's it. So you guys were talking about the impact of – give me the impact of grunge. Sean and I are actually going to fight because I know where this conversation is going. Uh, if you ask me, grunge does not exist without Nirvana, number one. They are the four founders of grunge. I'm not saying – I don't know about the four founders. They are the four founders of grunge. Uh, they're like the brothers. They're the four grunge. founders of grunge. If you made a Mount Rushmore, it would literally just be the three members of Nirvana. They'd be the um, dudes in the parking lot fighting over <laughs> change. No, but like like you said, uh, Soundgarden, I always put up there, Audio Slave, Chris Cornell, yeah. fantastic voice, perfect for that genre. Um, and it, in his later years, I, I it's hard to say that because he – died so young unfortunately but in his later years as a artist he you saw him start to branch out and to do different covers of different genres and things like that and while they weren't terrible he his bread and butter is obviously going to be uh that sound garden that audio slave sound that real raw uh it's his voice yeah and th- that's what it is it's you got to in order to have grunge it's all about the and as, as much as i hate to idolize bands just by their front man you got to have that kind of voice to do grunge yeah. you can have the greatest metal thrash whatever kind of musicians you want in a grunge band but you've got to have that raspy just raw voice and that's why bands like i think like nirvana kurt cobain uh allison chain stone temple pilots like you said are that just raw yeah. unbridled passion that's why i kind of think like i don't like the pixies yeah because the, the pixies don't have that singer to me well, same with the Meat Puppets for me, even to a degree. Would you consider them as I don't want, I, the I, 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 borderline. I consider Meat Puppets kind of punk. I, I'd, I'd consider them right there on the but, border. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, what I have a good question about is, is there any British grunge? <laughs> this is your category. I, are there any I, grunge? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it should be, but um, I... I... <laughs> I I don't know, it, it, maybe it's just an American thing. It is an American thing. That's what I was thinking. Um, is there a grunge scene in Britain, or do you guys are is are you guys well, interested in American grunge at I all? I think it, I think it is more American. No doubt, someone would correct me on that, but it is. And and I do automatically think of Nirvana. I must admit, um, but it. I mean, it's difficult when when any band start getting big. At a certain time, like in this case, what the early nineties? When, when was Nirvana? It was late eighties. Late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, because he died. In yeah. Insecticide um, eighty nine. I want to well, say we're forgetting one band oh. also that we haven't mentioned yet. What Pearl Jam? Oh yeah, Pearl Jam. So Sorry. is that grunge? That grunge? See, See that's, that's yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the, the whole conversation. Deba- it's like dad grunge. We like, we we talked a little it? bit before the show. Adult contemporary. <laughs> adult Pearl Jam is adult contemporary because it's it's like trying too hard to be grunge. I don't know. I, I just 
it I, is. I can't. It's like it's like my dad's version of grunge. Yeah. Like if he was like, "Oh, you like Alice in Chains and Nirvana's? You boys ever listen to Pearl Jam? You boys want to listen to some Jeremy? Yeah, but they're they're video? but they're intertwined. But they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. I know, but they it's it's people say, okay, the Seattle grunge scene, you're always gonna say. Yeah. Well it's like we talked about last week with with punk and pop punk. Completely different fucking genres, but everyone wants to lump it together as punk. Which is so because it's that commercialization. Hold it. I just have to interject this before. Jeez, like what, we're halfway through the show and your first expletive. Took you a little bit longer than (laughs) usual. Thank you. Thank you. It's a new record. Sean, go ahead. Uh, I think that <laughs> plays into the commercialization that Colin brought up where I don't – I know Pearl Jam is all about, like, not selling out and against the man and everything, but I would say – But they kind of swallowed out. But that's what I mean. If I was going to put them uh, with the other – like, Nirvana and Alice in Chains, they were always against everything, whereas Pearl Jam was like, we're against it, but we'll still do but, it. But, you know, if you got enough but money, we'll still yeah. do it. It's like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine is the biggest goddamn upset in terms of standing your ground. I'm sorry. Their entire fucking concept is that they're going to fight the power. They're going to be non-commercialized. And then they literally sold the fuck out. Like the singer was like, yeah, no, it was just for money. Their tickets were like $130. Big C, what are your your favorite grunge bands? I like like that name, I think, Big C. If ever I'm invited back on again, I think I've, I've got to have a different name. Let's be honest. I mean, you know, you've got Strictly Stritch. You've got <laughs> DJ Star, Shaggy, Sean B, <laughs> Colin. So what do you want to be called? What do you want to be Colin. called? I know it's my name, but, you know, it's a bit... I mean, when 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 have you known a Hollywood movie hero character, you know, suave, sophisticated, uh, maybe adventurous, uh, performing death-defying stunts, uh, to to catch the the baddie called Colin. Colin I mean, it's just Colin you, Farrell. You don't really, but not in the movie. I will hear so, no yeah. disrespect for Colin Mockery either. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to be called? Colin Mockery, the truth. Yeah, Colin Mockery. What would you? Do you got? He's a, never been in a movie though. That's do you right. got a good nickname? Do you got a good nickname that stands out that you like? Um, no, that's probably the problem. <laughs> that's We're... probably the problem. Um, Colin is a bit. It's a bit here. It's it's a bit of a nerdy name, really. I think. Now, bless my mum and dad for giving me the name, but maybe in terms of music and all the lists and stuff I do, maybe it's correct to be called Colin. But you know, Big C's kind of cool. It's not very rock and roll, is it? Hey, it's not as bad as Sean. So there's that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a B now. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, favorite or the grunge bands you listen to, if you even listen. I, I I listen to a lot of everything. I, I'm not I'm not um, I'm not a humongous grunge fan, but I, I it's all a little bit um, it's all a little bit down for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. all a little bit down. It's, it's not up music. It's down music. And if I want down music, then okay. Uh, but um, as I said, difficult to see past Nirvana. I do like. Um, the Stone Temple Pilot again, whether they're called grunge or not, I don't know. Um, Soundgarden, yeah, I mean, they, they are probably the ones I, I listen to. As I said, I don't think there are any British ones that I can think of. What uh, anyone that's watching this will probably be shouting, Yeah, what about them? What about them? But they don't come to mind. So, um, so you brought up a good point that grunge is kind of all about that angst, that anger. That's why they need that front lead singer that kind of just embodies frustration. And you brought up that grunge is kind of just a downer uh, genre. Is there any kind of downer music that you do enjoy listening to then? Hank Sr. Um, I'd like a bit, not all, because it can be a little bit down. I'm sure this is probably on Styles' list, along with the Beatles, which you can maybe tolerate sometimes, as long as they're brown suit and not playing three chords. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, uh, and and Dylan and Petty, uh, and the other one who I wonder whether he, were, he can write a song is Leonard Cohen. Oh, I like Leonard oh, Cohen. Oh, yeah. yeah, wow. Leonard Cohen. That's yeah. A good oh, and another yeah. one. Just thought 
I'm sure Jeff would like this one as well. Tom Waits. Oh, yes, there you go. I love Tom Waits. Yeah. Love Tom Waits. They're, I mean, they're, they're great songwriters. Yes. I mean, Tom Waits, uh, is, well, for me, probably the least down album was his first one for me. It's more piano based with things like uh, one of my favorite songs ever, I think, which is, well, Old 55, Old 55 opens it, of yeah. course, which I think. I think uh, you finished with today, didn't you, Jordan? Uh, I might have. Called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, old fifty-five, and um, yeah, old fifty-five. Then I hope, I hope I don't fall in love with you. It's absolutely stupendous song. Great song, great lyrics. Uh, that's on the Tom Waits album. Latter Tom Waits, not as keen. Um, same with Dylan, really. I guess. Um, but that, that's probably as down that I can think of off the top of my head. Cohen, Tom Waits. Um, ones that can't sing, maybe. Is that the... Yeah, I like <laughs> I don't know. Like they talk, yeah, then, they talk uh, more. But surely more Pearl emotional. Jam fit, fit the, grand, the grunge uh, description of having uh, been quite down and having a raspy singer at the front, don't they? Pearl Jam, no? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. He, there's some I just, I just think it's so You've got a thing against them, I can tell. No, <laughs> I don't mind them. I would never go out of my way to put them on, but I wouldn't turn it off either. It's just, it's, it's too, it's like someone heard grunge and they're like, yeah, I can make that. Yeah. What are the words that they say? Okay, and they sound depressed. Okay, Pearl Jam. Yeah. They're Foo just, Fighters. They're just, oh, uh, yeah. I love the Foo Fighters. I wouldn't consider them grunge, but I love the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Foo Fighters, we forgot. Rock? Dave Grohl. Oh, yeah, rock. Like rock. Not alternative I, rock or rock? They're, they're radio rock. I say they're rock. Ooh, I There are very few they're rock like bands. Rock. Yeah. I, there's, I want to talk about Spotify playlists again. I have a uh, playlist called like The Last Rockers or whatever, something like that. Mm. And it's it's the only like rock bands or rock singers that still exist because it's a dying genre, uh, whether you True. like it or not. So like the Foo Fighters, I consider rock. Uh, Jack White with the White Stripes or by himself, I consider Tenacious rock. D. Tenacious D. <laughs> and then uh, love, love Wonder Boy. Greta Van Fleet, I consider rock. Ugh. Greta Van Fleet. What is your what issue? You like? Want to fight? Such, they suck and they're ripoffs of Led Zeppelin. How they're about not Red Hot Chili Peppers. You think just because they're inspired by their ripoffs? Inspired so okay, by. fuck <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Like... Fuck Led Zeppelin because they're just ripoffs of the Muddy Waters, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ever, I don't ever want to hear you listen to Zeppelin ever again. <laughs> I like listening to trash. I'm a garbage person. <laughs> oh, so you listen to Metallica? <laughs> I listen to Nirvana sometimes. <laughs> I will fight you today. I like that little baby dick album. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the baby dick pool album. <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers, Arena Rock. Yeah, They're Arena Rock. Yeah. They've kind of, I would say, kind of sold out a little oh, bit I, over the. For sure, I think. But they still got their hits and they're good. They have definitely sold out over the last few years. Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I'm going to hide behind the lamp. Shaggy's <laughs> looking at How so? <laughs> oh, Colin, Shaggy's interjecting. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Not like badly. I'll, I'll give them that. They haven't sold out badly. I would say they just kind of like. Red it, Hot Chili... It's no Stadium Arcadia. Yeah, I would say like when Red Hot Chili Peppers first started, it reminded me of like Offspring, where also mm. I think Offspring kind of like has sold out. Where, oh yeah, where where before it was about their music, like hey, let's make music for ourselves, and now it's like hey, let's make hits, let's get on the radio, and that's the let's biggest sell thing. Albums. When, when, it, when it comes to grunge or rock or whatever it is, that's the biggest thing is... They gotta sell. Is it about music or is it about money? Yeah. That's one of the main reasons I fucking despise Metallica. Yeah. Because it's literally all about fucking money for Metallica. What would you say is the last uh, good album they made? I feel, and I'm probably still, again, dating myself now, I remember being in high school when St. Uh, Anger came out. Fucking St. Anger. And I was like, oh, a new Metallica album. And I went out and bought it. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is yeah. this? That is the worst. Um, <laughs> that was a really bad album. Master you, of Puppets, okay. Colin, you a fan of Metallica? Your thoughts on them? Not not massively, but I mean, I don't mind. Again, I probably like the more commercial stuff. I think they had a, was it, what was the self-titled one probably with? Um, Black Album? Black Album, yeah. yeah. That one's a huge. Yeah. That's their that was Metallica. Album. That sold. That sold 
worked very well, didn't it? Is that their biggest seller? Yeah. Maybe. Would you consider that a commercial well, album, yes. though? It didn't do well, Garth I numbers, think, I think but yes. Enter Sandman and Nothing <laughs> Else Matters. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, when I listen to some of these bands, I think, well, if I like the song, it's probably, maybe it's a little bit more commercial, which is ironic because I was saying maybe Americans were more commercial when I, when I first started you uh, saying it. But, you, you can't knock it. It's hard because it's perfectly formulated for us to like right, it. Yeah. So it's hard to be like, oh, I hate those perfectly engineered songs you want to talk about subgenres and adult contemporary metallica for me falls in the category of dad rock for sure that is like quintessential dad i i hate when people put it in there but i got to agree acdc's dad rock too yeah but like metallica like is AC/DC. quintessential acdc's good though that's but the dad, thing total dad rock. yeah well of course the good old quote would be dad rock yeah yeah would you put that as dad rock yeah i love i love status quo awesome okay they're dad rock they 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 went a little bit too commercial uh, after the 70s but yeah still sold even def leppard to a degree def leppard oh def leppard definitely oh yeah motley crew i put motley crew as like dad rock poison Poison. poison, guns yeah, and roses, poison. guns, guns and roses. Yeah. roses. Wow, well, that's, an, that's poison. actually that's yeah. a whole nother good genre. Is like hair rock. Yeah, Cinderella, Twisted oh, Sister. The, yeah, the likes of Poison like... and uh, and the like. My bon Jovi. Yeah, white people love them. There you yeah. go. Cock rock, you used to call it. Yeah, I don't know where that's. Dressing, that like, gr- that? dressing like girls, put on makeup, putting their hair real big. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. A little bit I, I always sister. loved like GNR. I loved Guns N' Roses. Never was a fan of Motley Crue, really. They oh, I love music, Motley Crue. Yeah. They, they didn't play bad music, but just hearing about them and like who they are and how they are, I don't really Oh, know. they're shitty people, but I fucking love their music. Yeah. <laughs> you big Chris Brown. Bit mad, weren't they? Bit mad. <laughs> no, but you're a big John Lennon fan. He beats his wife. So, no, I'm I mean... not. I don't like the Beatles. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so if you... Uh, well, Jordan, I know you're in a band, but if you... If, I guess... We don't have bands. I don't have a band. <laughs> I don't know. If you guys Colin trying to make does. a band? Or... <laughs> we put a band together. Do you, do you, for your career, do you do stuff that's critically acclaimed but doesn't sell, or would you rather just sell a ton of records, get the women to lick your toes, and do all that? I mean, if you, I mean, what would you do? I okay. So if I all of a sudden was like becoming like a huge musician or artist. I would rather have – it's hard to explain because I would. I don't really care. I wouldn't want money. I wouldn't really care about becoming rich or any of that. I would like fame, but to a certain degree. I would like, like, underground fame. Like, uh, like how do I explain it? I would like to – I wouldn't want to get mobbed if I'm shopping or on the side of the street. But I'd li- I would like if I go to my show when I'm about to play it, everyone's like, oh, my God, Sean's here. So you want like a Drake Bell level of fame? Drake Bell. <laughs> oh yeah, my god! Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we mentioned Drake <laughs> don't Bell. Don't you fucking! Don't even! Don't even disrespect him! I can't believe we mentioned Drake Bell. Phenomenal yeah, artist. Yeah, like I want like Drake Bell. Where if you saw Drake Bell on the street, you wouldn't want to bother him. But if I you went would. to his show, you'd be like, "Oh my god, is Drake Bell about to play on stage?" So yeah, I want like Drake Bell. Colin, what's your take on that? Not a Drake Bell. I have Bell. no idea who Drake Bell is. Not a, oh, Drake, not a Drake Bell. We'll Google talk about that another time. What's your take if you were in a band? Critically acclaimed or quote unquote selling out? <laughs> the love Bell over fame. the money. Um, I would probably. There's only two ends of the spectrum. A bit, Drake like, Bell Sean, and a bit like Sean, in that I think, you know, maybe I'd like to be famous. And people to recognize me, but if they come anywhere near me, I wouldn't really want to. <laughs> right? want, you know what I mean? Um, um, it's, oh, it's difficult because I'm not in a band. I mean, it's all right for you guys. Well, maybe not you, Jeff. I don't know. Unless you've started a band that you haven't told us about. Definitely plays um, bass. Jeff and the Simply Stritches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I um, before in, in an earlier life, I uh, used to teach people to drive, um, and this is probably 20 years ago now. And there, there was a guy that I taught to drive who, uh, when I picked him up one time, he had loads of amps and speakers and that in the driveway. Um, he, <laughs> he didn't have, he didn't, ne- he never watched TV or anything like. That. He didn't have any of the modern 
uh, communication type things. Obviously, he had all his music equipment in there. Uh, and he did say he's a musician. And I thought, oh, okay. Didn't think any more of it. And I thought, well, what uh, next time I saw him, I said, what, um, have you had any success? He said, yeah, I'm quite big in Japan. And uh, I thought he might, he might have said America. I don't know. Uh, what sort of music is it? It's sort of dancey. It probably wouldn't be my cup of tea. Um, so, well, any of success? And he said, well, I'm, I'm not sure whether I've had any hits here, to be honest. Well, then I got on to, well, how do you know ever whether you've got any hits? If you don't watch the TV, you don't do this and the other. Oh, he said, I had a, he had a, he had a, um, I had a, a piece in a movie once. And I thought, oh. And I was thinking some sort of B movie, D, E, F movie, maybe, uh, uh, in England somewhere. And I said, what was the name of it? So oh, I can't remember. I said, oh, yeah, I know what it was. It was called Lost in Translation. And I thought, what, Lost in Translation? What, what, the Hollywood movie with Bill Murray in it? I said, yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, how do you know it was a bit old? They said, how do you know it was in the, in the film? We said, oh, they sent me the soundtrack album. And it, I, I, I looked up, I went to HMV. Do you get HMV over there? Record store, his master's voice, whatever. Um, yeah, other record stores probably. But and I tried to find him, but I couldn't find him. Now I went back, and of course, he's actually calls himself by the name of, and there's someone know that no, I've never heard of, and you probably haven't either. It's called Square Pusher. Does that name ring a bell? No. Not here. No. Look it up. Look it up. And he does have a, like a a minute and a half little orchestral part piece on the Lost in Translation soundtrack. But uh, he he made a point of never looking to see how his last album did because he thought that that would affect what he did for the next record that he did. That's okay. a good yeah. point. That's a good point. He thought, well, yeah, I don't I don't want I don't want to just repeat what I've done because it's successful. I want to do what I want to do. There's a bit of me that will be like that. I sort of appreciated that thought. Um he obviously makes enough money. Um but yeah, in, in answer to your original question, I don't know what I would do. I but you know, if if you want to start a band then we can I just thought of a go. great way how we could start a band and how I would want to deal with everything. So there, I'll yeah. I'll name drop a two few people that I don't know if you guys ever heard of. You ever hear of M anyone here of MF Doom? Yes. Yes. And uh does everyone know no. Buckethead? Yes. The guitarist Buckethead? Does anyone that know rings a Buckethead? Buckethead, great guitarist. Do you mm -hmm. know you ever hear of Sia? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what, how I would there? that's how I would do fame. I would hide my face so no one would ever know who I was, rake in the money, get famous when I'm on stage, and then I would go backstage, take off my little mask, and then just wander into the bar and then be like, Oh, who was just on stage? Well it's like the gorillas, they never appeared yeah. live. They had the screens, yeah. I'd be like a jabberwocky. <laughs> that's a good call, but you'd have to wear always long sleeve shirts because by your tattoos. That's totally fine. Okay. You could pull some Daft Punk <laughs> helmets out. Oh, yeah, yeah, Daft Punk. I'd be like Daft Punk. Not the Blue Man group. Me and Style would just bring. Be... You'd have to bring your hat down as well, I think, if you're performing. You'd bring the hat down over that's the it. That's, yeah, that's the that's the outfit. It's just <laughs> a hat. Sia did. Just roll my I remember Sia appearing. She had almost a lampshade on. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest... But that's what I'd probably just hide. That's good. But she could sing. We could all we could all wear masks and start a band. I'm into it. <laughs> We're there. Okay. I'm just gonna wear a Richard Nixon mask. <laughs> Biggest sellout in music history. You two, Metallica. Oh, you two. I said one. Together. Oh, together. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis. Sean. Hey, I'll fucking oh. fight you. <laughs> Colin, biggest sellout in music history. I don't like to say you two because that they, they get a lot of bad press, and mainly because everyone thinks that Bono's a bit of a a bit of a knob, basically, don't they? I'll um, stop giving you two a hard time when they take their fucking album off my phone. I still never got it off. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and they were even. And that's the thing. Is then after that they were dicks. Sorry, we gave you a free album. Yeah, I saw oh, bad. It's a thirty like, plus dollar. Fuck you. No one asked for that bullshit. Yeah, I'd say you Red two. album assholes. I'd say you two were the you. biggest sellout because that was the weirdest. Anyone? I mean, that was the weirdest fucking thing a musician ever done to me. <laughs> yeah, it just came on. Except for that one up, time with Drake Bell. I, I woke up and I was like, "What happened last night?" Why is you two on my phone? And uh, <laughs> fuck, I must have been plastered. I must have been wasted last night. Did I buy a YouTube album? What the fuck is it? And it won't delete. And now, yeah, now you can't get it off. Yeah. 
When, when you say sell out, do you mean? I mean, literally, what do you mean? Do you mean they they care more about change, change their music style? They care more about. I don't, not, I don't mean style. I, mean <laughs> music style. Uh, I would say selling out means you care more about the money and the fame than your own sound. Yeah. You you you. Uh, how, how do we know that though? Because you two sound sucks. <laughs> I've got the album. They on used my to phone sound not too bad. Like before they were even U2. Before they were U2, they like they're like not bad at their instruments. But like I remember when they first started, they kind of like there was like a movie I watched where they like sounded kind of punk in the beginning. They were like they were a rock, a good decent rock band in the uh, in the late '80s with their first two or three albums. Up to um, probably the Joshua Tree got them mm, massive yeah. success, didn't it? And then someone gave um, Bono a pair of glasses, and he became a righteous cunt. Became a douche. <laughs> <laughs> what about Nickelback? Oh, That's dad rock. Nickelback oh. and U two. Oh, first of all, Nickelback or U two? I love Nickelback. Let me just say I that do right too. now. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Just you because too. I'm afraid I can only name one Nickelback song. There, they had. You, you might guess which one it is. Confused. Why? Is it Photograph? It's how you remind me. Yeah, that's a good tune. Yeah. Oh that's that's, that's put them on the map. I it? always yeah. mix up U2, Creed, and Nickelback. Fuck Creed. I can never tell which one's which. Fuck Creed. They're, they all sound pretty much the same. Nickelback seem to get a lot of stick. Um, you know, I'll, I'll see people joking, you know, you know uh, yeah, oh, I just fell down the stairs carrying my guitar and I've ended up writing a Nickelback tune. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. I, I will give uh, Nickelback credit because th- this is the reason I enjoy Nickelback now is because when they first burst onto the scene with, uh, like you said, How You Remind Me, and yeah. they had Rockstar and they had Photograph and all this other stuff, and it became kind of a meme to the point where like, okay, his voice sounds exactly the same in all the fucking songs. We get it. It's, it's commercial. That when they took a break and they came back in, I think, like 2009, 2010, they released three or four different albums, uh, Dark Horse, Here and Now, uh, are two that comes to mind, and they completely changed their sound. No one fucking talked about it, but it's it's not like I will listen to the entire Here and Now album. It's a great fucking album. Dark Horse is a great fucking album. They've had like a handful now of really solid full albums yeah. that I'll listen to all the songs on, and it's it's heavier stuff. It's more like, hey, fuck you, we're just going to make music now. So I, if anything, I think they flipped. Like They started yeah. out more of a sellout, like, hey, this will play on the radio. People will buy this. And now it's like, we're going to make this because we think it sounds good. I thought of a band that actually is probably hated more than Nickelback, and I'll agree sold out more, Coldplay. Oh, fuck Coldplay. With 20 exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> My hand's all sweaty now. Yeah, Coldplay. Band, they sold out They get a lot of stick. They get a lot of stick as well. Again, Coldplay... Uh, again, because I think a lot of people sound like Chris Martin. Yeah. Music white people think... like. Coldplay. <laughs> is that but the their first, yeah, their first three albums, you might not believe it, but their first three albums were, and still are, I think, excellent albums. Coldplay? I, I'm, not, I'm not a great fan. When I went to Viva La Vida uh, oh. and then Beyond, Beyond Viva La Vida. You mean when they certainly. stole Satriani's um, guitar riff? That, it's all, it, yeah. They just try to be a little bit, a little bit too modern, you know. What I mean, a little bit too, yeah, current and dancey-ish, you know. With all the one, one thing Coldplay, and I obviously haven't had a chance for a while because of the pandemic. But uh, are we allowed to mention the pandemic? Um, is there a great live band? Coldplay are absolutely great live band. Uh, to that I degree, think. I was going to bring up. I'm not a fan of Coldplay. I never have been. Uh, they have one or two decent songs. Uh, for the Super Bowl 50 halftime show, they got a lot of shit. They performed with uh, Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Yeah. Coldplay are the only ones that did good on that, I'd say. They were the only... And I don't... I Bruno Mars is okay. Fuck Beyonce. Bruno Mars is okay. He, he makes a couple good songs, but he's more of a sellout than anything. Coldplay was the act that stole that performance for me. I think I understand why music was so much better back in the day and not... Now it just sounds a lot of the same people trying to follow a formula and see what works is because after a while the music uh, industry and everything just became so oversaturated. Yeah. And it's just the same thing every day all over trying to just recreate what already works instead of come up with something new or something special or something unique. 
something for... It's so easy to access as well, isn't it, nowadays, yeah. when you're, you're streaming and so many yeah, downloading or what have you. Uh, that we didn't have that back in the day when I were a lad and all that, as they say. Um, yeah, I agree. Modern music generally uh, isn't what the older music standard-wise isn't as great. Well, one more question. We all like mm. older music. Some of us are older than others, though I know George some are oldest. Loves El- yes, <laughs> music right now within the last year. Who do you listen to, if anything, Sean? I listen to uh, a lot of random stuff. Not much of anything like we've been talking about. I would say what I listen to right as of now, uh, or stuff that came out within the the last year. I like Radiohead. Uh, when people talk about no good music out nowadays, I think Radiohead has consistently been making amazing music since they started. Going to mention them, they just released uh, Moonshape Pool a few years ago, and every you cannot tell me every track on that album is not amazing. Um, I like to listen to this one weird band. I don't know if anyone's heard of Brockhampton. It's like nope. it's it's one of the weirdest collectives ever. Ever. It's like twenty dudes. That were oh, like that's why you like it. Twenty dudes <laughs> that look like Jordan. No, <laughs> no you're not. No, that's why you really sense. like yeah. it. Fuck. No, but it's like twenty guys that got together and they're like, "Hey, we could be our own graphic designers. We could be our own social media people. We could be our own uh, producers, our own engineers. We got our own rappers. We got our own singers. We got our own guitar players." So they came up with their own boy band and they make rap. They make pop. They make a lot of bunch of random music. And they just released an album last year called Ginger. So I've been listening to a bunch of that because that's kind of all over the place. You, if you want to just listen to everything, I could just say play Brockhampton. It goes from uh, trap music to like pop music to like love pop, ballads. Pop, pop music. Pop music. Yeah. So I like to listen to a lot of random shit like that. Uh, Foo Fighters, Greta Van Fleet, I already said. Jack White and the White Stripes, I've said on every episode. Nice. Um, Ninja Sex Party. And two bands that I found that actually sound decent for being newer bands. Uh, they've got that kind of old, like, alternative, I guess you'd say, sound. Rock alternative. Uh, the Rex and The Struts are both very good. Oh, hmm. I don't know if I've heard the of them. The Struts are very good. Colin? Are The Strokes still going? Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm not sure if they had an album recently. I mean, last last year... Probably old older acts. I, I quite like. I thought Springsteen's last album was excellent, actually. Um, and a couple that I'd been put onto by a friend of mine, um, which might surprise you, <laughs> was uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, she dropped like two or three albums this year. There's a couple <laughs> of albums this year. Was it Folklore? Yeah, Folklore and. Uh... I thought because when she first started, she was country. For me, she was country. Yeah, when she first started, and I didn't, I didn't mind that. But then it just went a little bit poppy and a bit like everything else. Uh, a lot of other bands or other other artists, rather. Yeah, she knew. Um, she knew I, she could make. Sorry, Colin, go ahead. I was just saying she maybe just gone back to her roots a little bit with these, yeah. with these one or two I think albums. She, yeah, I think she knew she could make more money. Um, yeah, switching yeah. over from country that was the biggest reason. Let me throw. I'll just get so my sold out then. Yes, sold, sold out. out. All comes full, oh, full yeah. circle. She did. I'll name a couple before we wrap it up. Yeah, Dawes and Cage the Elephant. Oh, yeah. Cage the Elephant's good. Yeah. Okay, looking for their greatest hits. That and Ever Levine's. Yeah, are the greatest hits that I'm looking for. Colin, as always, it has been a privilege and a nightmare. No, actually, it's been it's been great. <laughs> to have you on and anything you want to finish up with you're going to come up with a nickname that you're going to use next time well if there is a next time yeah um no our big c will do me i don't know colin i don't know what about colin the wonderful you know something like that you know? something like low key cool colin cool c <laughs> colin the wonderful no colin the wonderful america's favorite british son big c captain cole what about captain cole yeah that's a good one <laughs> Captain um, Big Brit. Well, uh, yeah, well. But no, thanks for asking me on. It's always been a, it's always a pleasure. If the ratings are as good as they have been the last couple times, you'll be on again. And I'm sure they're going to be even bigger with Sean on. Sean, before you 
uh, tap yourself out. Jordan's, you're gonna, you, you got to drill it into my listeners and watchers. Yeah, Give it to him again. Well, first of all, I'm very proud that you didn't uh, insinuate Colin's going to die at the end of this episode this time. So, congrats <laughs> to Dude, you. Do we still have time There's, left? Yeah, still That's, time. Why. That's why I'm a bit worried. I might not be on again. Yeah, right. <laughs> I might not be around anymore. Uh, thank you, as always, for having me on, Jeff. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Styles Robertio, the Roll Podcast, where you can find me. Uh, we got live videos every Monday on the Facebook, and we have. YouTube content, social media, Spotify, Twitter, Pandora, wherever you get podcasts. I don't know, man. Are you going to promote our other? You could find me and Jeff, our great man, Mo, a lot of people, J. Remy Shaggy on Of Mics and Men. We normally record on Fridays, post on Mondays. Check our Facebook, Spotify, OnlyFans, everything else, three ninety nine a month. Awesome. Do I get a discount? A couple a things. Okay. things. You're free. I, I'm going to take us out because it's my show. The li- the listener who <laughs> listens all the time is in Seattle, Washington. I'd like to thank you for listening and or watching all of the time. You can catch this on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course, we just broadcasted on Facebook Live. A couple personal <laughs> things, very, very important. They're going to get a little emotional. Actually, not about the first one. Hank Aaron, going to miss you. Passed away today, famous baseball player. And please, I, I, I might cry a little bit. I, I Shout out to my pride, my joy, my daughter, who is turning 23 on Monday. She's going through a rough patch. And if you have kids, when your child is going through a rough patch, that means you're going through a rough patch also. Happy birthday. Love you more than anything, honey. Uh, The next time you hear my voice will be the next time you listen to this podcast. I'm Jeff Stritch. This has been Strictly Stritch in Time. Be safe. Be happy. Be proud. All together, gentlemen, you know how we wrap it up. Bye. No, it's... Fuck Metallica. It's peace. Peace. (laughs) Toodle, toodle pip. (laughs) Thanks. We out. You should change it to fuck Metallica. I will. uh, Next time I'll be sure I have that down. Fuck Neil Young. Fuck Neil Young. (laughs) Fuck Neil Young. Fuck Neil Young. Young.